Welcome back to Stark Radio. My name is producer Liz. You know me on TikTok for my series like Stark Radio, where we venture into the world of an Avengers radio station that Tony Stark runs. And you know me for my Wednesday Night Lives, where we break down everything fandom, MCU, music, movies, news on TikTok Live, 7.30 Eastern Time. If you've been on TikTok recently, you know that the One Direction to Marvel fan crossover is at an all-time Hi, and I'm so excited to have my friend Eric at the Disco join me for an amazing conversation about our memories of One Direction, what it's like to have been a fan for as many years as he and I have. There's also some Harry Styles news embedded in the conversation you will not want to miss. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to check out the pod on YouTube so that you don't miss any of the visuals for today's show. And without further ado, part one of the conversation with Eric at the Disco. All right, so today you will notice my guest and I both wearing our Treat People with Kindness sweaters because today is all about Harry Styles, all about One Direction, and what the fuck is happening with TikTok Harry Style fans becoming TikTok Marvel fans. We're going to get into it all, but first, a video to introduce you to our guest. Is Harry Styles in the Eternals? Let's go over what we know so far. Capital FM just posted an article of any clues we got so far, and honestly, there's only one big one. Chris Tapley, who's a Netflix writer, hinted that Harry Styles could be in a Marvel movie coming up. Since then, this tweet has been deleted. Another thing that had fans speculating was when Harry followed Richard Madden on Instagram. As we know by now, Richard Madden is playing Icarus in The Eternals. It is rumored that Harry Styles is playing Star Fox, who is the brother of Thanos, and since then, Boss Logic has made this concept art. But will Thanos even be in The Eternals? Well, creator Jim Starling seems to think so. In an interview with the Phase Zero podcast, he says that he heard that Thanos would be in The Eternals. Sometime later, Marvel Studios artist Ryan Lang posted this on his Instagram. He says that the Russo brothers were thinking of having a flashback scene with a young Thanos. Since then, this Instagram post also has been deleted. So if a young Thanos is going to make an appearance in the Eternals, I think there's a huge possibility we will see Star Fox. I cannot explain how excited I am to have Eric at the Disco on the pod today. Eric, hello. hello. My king of TikTok, I have to say, you uh, are one of those creators that when I log in first thing, I'm like, I really hope that there's new uh, new videos from Eric out there. You make there, my day every day. And now yes. look at us, besties. Look at us. Look at us. You know, who would have thought? Who believe it? Wow. Who would have oh, thought? You know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Kind of crazy that, you know, I've had like my TikTok account for over a year now. And it's weird that I'm like still going on it. And I still right? care. You know, like, and it's still giving me something new every day. Cause like last year on TikTok, I feel like it was very like, everything was kind of a meme. You know, there's like a lot of jokey videos, but now it's like, no, it's very informal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it gives me anything I miss when it comes to like Marvel or Harry Styles. It's like, oh wow, TikTok picked it up first. Right. So, it's, I know, you know. It's becoming what Tumblr was back in the day. Were you on Tumblr like 2010 <laughs> to 2014 at its God. peak? I would. I joined Tumblr in 2012. Yep. Um, early 2012, and that was peak. Yeah. Because every fandom ever during that time was like going crazy. I was. I was on Doctor Who fandom a lot during that. I let's talk it. about it. Were you on like the Super Who Lockian side? Hoolock? Of, yes. I was more. I was more on Who Lock. Yeah. If I got to be honest, That's I tried fair. getting the Supernatural, and I watched like one season. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. You know. It's yep. a lot of seasons. It's a lot. It. And it's a lot of like 
uh, if you watch the bare minimum, then Tumblr will get you caught up on the exactly. best parts, right? So like you don't not, need to watch the show to know what's going on. Right. But, oh my God, Tumblr during that time was amazing because like, that's when I started reading fanfic a bit, you yes. know, and, like everything. And I feel like everything was like times 10 because it was all, because yep. honestly, the UK owned Tumblr during that yep. time. Like everything was One Direction, yep. Sherlock Holmes, Doctor Who. And honestly, they were right. They're right to do so. <laughs> like they knew. What and it was also like I remember having such fascination with like British artists that never made it, like made their hit in North America, right? So right. Ollie yeah. Murs, Connor Maynard, like those were people that were top of like if we had had Spotify Year Rap like back in those days, I would have had all these niche British artists that like only appeared on X Factor and had one song in my. Ah, uh, and then and then gone forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, gone forever. Year. Where are they? Yeah, but I miss Tumblr. I was I went on Tumblr during quarantine last year because you know I feel like everyone went through a phase last year where they're like I'm gonna stalk all my old high school friends' Facebooks. I'm gonna stalk yep. everybody. I'm gonna go back into. I'm gonna regress regress back to those days. Everyone, I feel like everyone did that. I, maybe I'm the only one that did that because I'm weird. I but absolutely like, did that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I went on Tumblr and it's right now. You know, it's very different now. eh? like it's the, there's my first Canadian accent. Like if you're <laughs> playing a drinking game at home, there's my first A of the episode. Very good. Um, very good. <laughs> yeah, it's I feel like Tumblr community used to be like if you were a part of a fandom, you had to be on Tumblr. And then it all kind of split into you have your Twitter community, you have your TikTok community, yes. you have Reddit communities, which oh. are a force to be reckoned with, which <laughs> If you had told me back in like 2012 that half of my mutuals would then be Reddit stars 10 years mm -hmm. later, I would have said like, you're no, absolutely not. But there they are. It's funny because I feel like I graduated from Tumblr to Reddit. Like, right. I literally because I, I was I was so dramatic in high school. I literally made like a whole post on my Tumblr being like, hey, guys, I'm not going to be posting really anymore. I'm not really going to be going on here. I'm going to college. I'm gonna be busy and be doing stuff. Yep. And then I go to college and in class, I'm just like, R slash Star Wars, yep. R slash movies, R slash, you know, One Direction sometimes. But oh my yep. God, that's what so I So funny. So, okay, let's talk about this for a second. So you obviously are a One Direction fan. We're here sporting our, our Harry Styles treat people with kindness merch uh, for the pod. Yes. Um, I'm moving my camera down so the folks at home can get a great shot. Uh, yes, my hair yes. is really covering it. Uh, so One Direction stan, check. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel, check. Like how many fandoms do you identify with? <sighs> God, <laughs> more than how many fingers I have. Like, I'm like, I just love everything. And uh, see, I blame it because I blame it all on my parents because they were also huge into like movies and music and they influenced me a lot growing up as a kid. So I feel like right. I was just someone who just kind of loved everything, you know? And I like, e like I, even things that I feel like people are like really jaded on now, like no one really talks about like Back to the Future, mm. but I'm <laughs> very into it, you know? Like right. I wanted a DeLorean as a kid and I still yep. do, you know? <laughs> But I feel like I'm kind of, I feel like nowadays I'm kind of like running out of fandoms. Is that weird to say? No, like, not at all. And I, I also feel 
And I mean, we're both like young, right? But right. I mean, in terms of internet fandom, we're seniors, <laughs> like very much so. And because of that, I feel like there's all of these communities that are forming that like I can't even try and be part of, right? Like oh, Machine yes. Gun Kelly has this huge community, but they're all like 14 to 17 years old. I mean, I don't mean to say that right. and exclude people who might be listening that yes. aren't in that age range, but I am not between 14 and 17 years old and I can't. <laughs> relate to the things that they talk about even though i think his music is great yeah so like, I, all right i just started getting into young blood and yeah i feel old dude <laughs> like but i love him like i love yep. music and it's like i'll like you know look on like their tiktok community and everything i'm like yeah oh it's a lot of young people and you know what that's cool i'm hip I'm, I'm, i can get it. with the times i think the advantage that we have is that we really like if you were on tumblr in like its peak. You really yeah. understood how to navigate fandom in a way that I feel like teenagers today that are just kind of at the age where you just start to broach it mm -hmm. don't understand, right? Like exactly. we formed those systems. We were a part of like the, you know, the how you faction off different, like the analysts and the editors and mm -hmm. the, the hype people and the dramatic people. Like, and we understand those systems. So therefore, when we find a new community, it's like, all right, let's like identify who these key people are and like what's exactly. going on. And and we can spot, I feel like we're, we can easily spot like a fandom that's like also not really into it pretty well, you know, because I'm like, yep. yeah, I don't really see gifts on Twitter about this thing all the time. Like some of my friends love Shadow and Bone right now. Mm. I don't know if you watched it yep. yet. I'm not into it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I'm trying. I'm 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 almost done with the show. Mm -hmm. And like I'll see like you know people on Twitter talk about it every now and then, and I'm just like I don't know. Like I feel like it's just trying really hard to do everything it, um, a bunch of other like young adult novels did before. Yep. And it's just something new to get yep. into. But it's like, what, it's because it's happening, it's easy to rally around it. The same way, like when Riverdale started, people were like, oh, we can rally around this. And then season two came and it was like, just kidding. Like, we're all going to back out of this immediately. I'm so glad you said that. Season, oh my God, season one of Riverdale. Slaps. Mwah. Season one of Riverdale slaps. Yeah, it, it had everything I needed. It had, you know, teacher scandals. It had like, our, like I guess, murder mystery, you know. I'm like, this, I was into it. But oh my God, like now this show's unrecognizable. Oh my God. I So sometimes on Twitter, people tweet like, in case you haven't watched Riverdale lately, here's what's happening. And yeah. I read it and I'm like, I was so into that show. When season two premiered, uh, we at my apartment with my best friend, we hosted a Riverdale season two premiere party and everyone dressed up as the characters. I have the dress, not intentionally, I had it when she wore it, the dress that Betty wore with Archie in the season one premiere, like oh, the pink okay. one. Yep. Uh, so I dressed as Betty, I had the whole look, like it was it was so iconic. And then we sat down and we watched the season two premiere and we were like, this is awful. Like what, <laughs> this, this party was not worth the episode we just watched. Sis, um, I did the same exact thing in my apartment for season two. Same thing. Stop! It was, no it was way. After a rehearsal for a play I was in, and we all went over to my apartment afterwards. We all put it on, and it ended, and we were like, "This is a mess." <laughs> a, a mess. mess it yeah. was a mess to the point where I was like, "Maybe I just missed some things. Like maybe, like maybe I didn't actually just watch that. Like maybe mm -hmm. I need to watch it again. Like when we're not having this party, right?" And then I did rewatch it, and I was like, "No, no, no." 
that really is what just happened. Like there, I did not miss a beat with this. It's just not good. Let, let me ask you, have you, so do you go to like movie opening nights sometimes mm -hmm. or so? Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been to an opening night for a movie you were so excited for? And then like, it was absolutely garbage. <laughs> and absolutely. everyone was just leaving the theater like with their head down, don't want to yeah. talk to anybody. What, what was that movie for you? Oh, there's been a lot. My university used to do like, um, like they would get a Wednesday night premiere for a Friday movie coming out, which was like, that was the big deal because you got it days yeah. earlier, not just like the day of the premiere. Literally. So we had like the Hunger Games movie premieres, which were like good. Yeah. Uh, we had some, I think like Divergent premieres. I wasn't so into Divergent. I liked the actors, but like I, you know, it just felt like overkill <laughs> with that kind of plot yeah. point at that time for me um so i guess like those movies were some that like i'd go to and just be excited to be part of it but then be like womp womp like no didn't really hit the spot for me what about you honestly that like I, I i go to a lot of movie opening nights just because i can <laughs> you yeah. know and I, I like going i like i love the theater experience that's my thing but that number one movie that was so disappointing leaving and like everyone was just everyone people were like physically angry about it <laughs> was Batman v Superman Donald oh, in 2016. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because like I'm I'm big into DC also. I don't talk about it a lot because it's kind of not cool right now and the movies are very this yeah. right now. Um but oh my God we were so because like I liked Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. I was I'm like okay this DC cinematic universe has some promise but like it was I, ever since like Lex Luthor started talking, I love Jesse Eisenberg, but he was not a fit for that. Right. Um. But leaving that theater, I was I was there with like eight of my friends in like a <laughs> row in the theater. And there was a part when Batman killed somebody with the Batmobile, like straight up yeah. shot someone, and like my roommate, who's a huge Batman fan, was just like, <laughs> like immediately. Excuse me. Like, oh, what did we just watch? This is a ride, dude. Um, but yeah, people were physically angry. People were like kind of yelling in the hallway, being like, what the hell was that? Like they ruined Batman, they ruined this and that. Now I feel like DC is, is kind of making a little bit of a comeback right now, yeah. but. It's getting like there, it's figuring it out. But it's right. also competing with Marvel that has figured a lot of its shit out over the years, right? Like the, Marvel's also had its not so fine moments. Mm -hmm. And they've, they, I feel like they're finally coming into an era where they understand the points they have to hit to make the community not hate them, right? DC, yeah. I feel like it's still in the muddy waters of figuring some of those pieces out. Can you believe Marvel is this big right now? Yeah, let's talk about it. And I wanted your opinion on this because I feel like TikTok goes through these waves, right? Yeah. So last summer, it was like this entire new generation was discovering One Direction, which was yeah. hilarious to me because you'd see these videos like um, concert moments from the Where We Are tour that are like, yes. like super rare unseen. And mm -hmm. I'd watch these videos and be like, I was on Stan Twitter that night, like watching these videos roll in from the update accounts. Like this is yeah. not rare. Like if you were there in the day, you got these to your phone, like as they right. were coming out. And there's yeah. this whole generation that was like just discovering that. And then I feel like that era on TikTok has slowed 
And then Marvel is kind of picking up where it left off. Like, oh, like there's this entire franchise of incredible actors, great plot, hours worth of your time. Like while you're in lockdown and have nothing else to do, you might as well jump in with both yeah. feet. It's insane. Why is that? <laughs> like, right? I can't believe how many Marvel people are One Direction people. I don't know how that ever became a thing. Because um, it's not like there's ever been a One Direction song in a Marvel movie yet, which, where? Okay, let's talk about it. When are we getting it? Um, we Come on, Black getting... Widow, no control. Like, I um, need that. <laughs> literally, facts. I need illusion at the end of Black Widow. I don't know why. You know, I'm just or illusion like... and Loki? That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a match. Straight that's up. a match. It, okay, I, I, I was having this, I've had this conversation before, and I, I think I remember saying, if anyone was to have someone from One Direction have a song in their movie, any of the Marvel heroes, I think we're closer to probably Spider-Man. I feel yeah. like. Oh, Spider-Man like is 100% a One Direction stand. Yeah. 100%. That's yes. canon. 100%. Right. In my Stark radio series, I have Spider-Man requesting One Direction constantly because I'm like, that's canon. Yes, yes. Peter it, Parker loves Niall Horan. Like, it's that's fact. Just saying, you know, like, where is it? Like, will we ever hear Heartbreak Weather in No Way Home? I don't know, but. If we did, I'd have serious questions about what's happening in Peter Parker's life, that Heartbreak Weather is the album he's going to for Solace. You know what I mean? Like, that poor kid. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're right, though. I was going to make a whole TikTok kind of talking about how, like, I feel like the One Direction fandom was in its peak last summer. Like. <laughs> I know some people probably thought it was a little annoying, but we were all talking about it. Everyone was obsessed with One Direction last summer. That's all I saw on my For You page was honestly One Direction all yep, the time. All the time. Right now. To the point where I thought I screwed up my algorithm because I wasn't okay. seeing as much One Direction anymore. I'm like, what did I do that I stopped seeing these videos? And then eventually I clued in, oh, people aren't making them anymore. Like, we're, we're past this. And I'm like, I'm not past this. No. It's been 11 years of not being past this. Like, bring this we're back. Still <laughs> we're, we're still, still out here. Look, do you see what's behind me? This is my best song ever oh. single cover. Mm -hmm. I've got my One Direction collection hanging out, my CDs, Good. my concert box, my DVDs. Like, I'm still in this space. Literally. It's not, it's not my, over. My Like, I literally, Harry Poster, I got mm -hmm. all my vinyls with, um, I have Foreign Man the AM, but I do want to get um, any, I want to, like, get that Midnight Memories um, vinyl where it's just, like, the song Midnight Memories and Rock yep. Meme. I want to get that. But, yeah, there's Harry all over my room right now. So, like, it's not... And I'm 25, you know, it's fine, but like, yeah, um, I, I the beauty that. of being an adult and like choosing to decorate your space and like spend your money on these things is okay. another level of fandom that I'm yes. so glad I did not have access to when One Direction was still a thing. Like, thank God I did not have a credit card in 2015. Okay, right, right. <laughs> and it's so wild because I feel, this is what I'm going to say, because I feel like I remember when I was starting to make my a lot of One Direction Harry Styles TikToks, and a lot of people were just were not convinced. They're you know because I get it. There's a lot of straight white boys on TikTok that like using One Direction songs for clout and like you know attention, whatever. And I sometimes would get comments like that, and they're like, "Yeah, he's capping. He's not a One Direction fan, whatever." I'm like, I was there when we hacked into the airport in Europe to just spy oh! on them sleeping. I was watching that shit, you yes. know, 
And and the, the truth is, like, early 2010, like, I feel like, you know, there's just kind of a stigma for, like, straight males listening to One Direction. Like, it really wasn't popular for that to happen. Like, whenever I would get caught listening to One Direction or saying something nice, like, I would get made fun of. Like, I would get, like, some not great comments at, towards mm-hmm. me. So a lot of those times during the early days, I would just kind of keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. And I would just, like, listen to them on my iPod, won't say shit. But also go on Twitter and like freak out, you know. Right. I really so, should. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! Full pause. You were on yes. Stan Twitter. Yes. Yes. So we, there's no way that we have not known each other in our past lives because I <laughs> was like, right. Like I am so glad we didn't have uh, like the phone analytics you get on iPhone now every week. It's like you spent this many hours. Like oh. if I had had that in peak One Direction, I swear to God, I spent eight hours a day on Twitter. For when sure. I was in school, I was scrolling on Twitter. There was not a moment of my life that I was not on Stan Twitter back in the and, day. And you would miss everything <laughs> in, yes. in like an hour. In an Absolutely. Hour Especially when they were in England. And I mean, you're West Coast, so it's even worse for you. What's the time change between London and California? Is oh it my eight, God. eight it, hours? It's huge. It's huge. It's like eight hours, I'm pretty sure. Like, like You literally miss everything if you're not on Twitter with that. I'm four hours from England. So it was a little bit better because at least when I would wake up in the morning, they yeah. would just be hitting lunch. Right. Yeah. So I'd, I'd have enough time to catch up on things before it was gone too far. Right. Um, but I was always the person in the group chat because I was the first to wake up in mm-hmm. charge of sending the updates to everyone else who was still asleep. Like, okay, when you wake up, like you got to look up this and that, and like, this has happened. There's these photos and I retweeted yeah. them and blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. that was always my role um, was updating the West coast people. So they could like filter through accordingly. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I, Back in the day. I really should have, um, got made like a, a stan twitter account i should have done that like because that that way I would, I would be able to talk about it and like you know really just get into the fandom as much but like i was so hush hush about yeah it in the early well, listen, like there's so much stigma like you've described around like being a fan mm-hmm. and it's different like for every fandom you're in and like who you are and like what you identify as and obviously we can only talk about it in some capacities but like i part of the reason why I made this podcast and why I'm doing this dark radio thing is because like, I am so sick, especially in a professional capacity of people feeling like they need to hide that fan association from what they do and who they are. Like we, we are an entire generation that grew up on Tumblr and with fan fiction and with like access to community, like no other generation has had. So we can't, you know, be adults and be professionals and pretend that that, that wasn't who we were in our right, most exactly. formative years. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That I love it. I love it because I wa- I watched your first episode on oh, YouTube. Oh, thank you. I watched it all. I was like, I gotta get prepared. I need to know what I'm in, you know, going into. And then, yeah, I watched the whole thing. I'm like, yep, love this show. Love everything we're talking about. Amazing. You know, very I'm so open glad you watched. And shout out to Mads, who was my first guest oh, and who was she's ic- great. iconic. Yeah. Um, she, it was so funny because I was like, this is the first episode we're doing of this. I'm not new to hosting or like doing the podcast spiel, but like, mm-hmm. like it's hard to like kind of take off the, oh, like how much can we really talk about it? What can we really dig into? And, you know, and then yeah. once you kind of allow yourself to be like, no, I, I was a fangirl. I have an entire bookcase of just the things I've collected from over the years. And I'm going to yes. be proud of that. Then, you know, it kind of shows other people that they can feel like that too. And they don't have to hide away from parts of themselves that they really enjoy. Exactly. Cause uh, I will say though, it is so hard whenever we do like, you know, meet new people and we do bring up a Mr. Harry Styles and they're all like, yeah, I don't listen to it. And I have to always just hold back. I'm like, 
okay, okay, just don't freak out. You know, I get it. People don't listen to Harry Styles sometimes. Like, it's a thing, you know, it's fine. Um, I feel like I was so bad about that when I was younger because I was yeah. very much, I would see, I see this all the time on TikTok now about guys who are like, oh my God, you don't watch Wolf of Wall Street? Well, you don't know cinema. Like, you know, you don't know what movies are, blah, blah, blah. And I, it sucks to say that I was kind of like that as a teenager. I was very much, uh, oh, you don't listen to One Direction. You don't watch Marvel movies, Star Wars, like, what's wrong with you? Now I'm older, I grew up a little bit, and I can kind of be like, okay, I get it. People aren't into these fandoms. Some people are into Shadow and Bone over One Direction, and that's fine. They're <laughs> but, allowed you know. to make that choice, even if we right. have opinions on it. But I feel like that's a really good point, because that, that kind of, like, toxic energy that everyone had back in the day, I feel like was born out of this defensiveness that we felt we had to have, right? Like you can have your Tumblr persona and then your in real life persona, but those two things could not mix, nor could you admit to having yeah. one over the other. Um, right. And now it's kind of like, you know, we've all grown up, we've all had that time to grow up and we can, uh, you know, in terms of gatekeeping, we can be the people that say like, no, like this next group i don't want to say the next generation because we're not we're not that separated from them but really this next generation yeah. of fans doesn't have to make those same choices that we felt we had to make back in the day like we can accept them if you want to have a tumblr account in 2021 and blog about sherlock and doctor who like you yeah. you do that do you it. catch up Why on not? all the years of episodes and fandom like and and you have my full support versus back in the day right like the gatekeeping felt like the only way that we could like be legitimate in that yes I yeah. agree. Um, I was going to ask, so what got you into the Marvel? What was it? I was not always a Marvel fan. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason for that, I would give a few uh, few factors to. One would be I was so invested in One Direction. Like, I barely had time <laughs> yeah. for other fandoms. Like, I was in deep to Taylor Swift and One Direction. I still am, mm -hmm. uh, but obviously kind of able to expand my capacity more. Uh, so definitely, like, my first... Marvel movie experiences could have been like the early Captain Americas and like that kind of thing, but I just yeah. wasn't into it at the time. I really got into it when uh, like like Civil War came out and like the, nice. like some of the later movies, like even yes. Thor Ragnarok. I remember seeing in theaters and being like, okay, now now we're into it. But right. really, the credit goes to my partner, who he <laughs> is a big Marvel fan. We've oh, been we've been best friends our whole life. Uh, we mm -hmm. started dating like. I don't even know when we've been together forever now, but really when we started dating, I was like, okay, I'm with someone that we can do this together now. And it's a fun thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when, I mean, now we're both like so into it and we've seen all the movies yes. and theaters together and that kind right. of thing. So, uh, you know, in terms of gatekeeping, I definitely kept myself away from the community for a long mm -hmm. time. So I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need to be part of that. And like, I have other things and like, that's like, whatever. And then I kind of got over myself and was like, no, like you can be a Marvel fan. And like, even though there's stigma around getting into a community late or like for women to be Marvel fans, like, no, like go enjoy right. the movies. They're great. Um, and they have actors like Sebastian Stan. So like, you should be fans of those movies. Like yes. get into it, girl. Honestly, uh, I, I, I'm all, like, I love being in a relationship with people who are also like super mega fans. Like my mm -hmm. girlfriend's also a giant One Direction Stan. And, Love. you know, we, we literally talk about them every day. <laughs> like, it's so nice because my, my past relationships, I wasn't really able to do that. But, right. you know, if you can, you can, like, find someone who loves Harry Styles probably more than you. You should probably You're go set. for that. <laughs> You're set. You know? okay, like, so, you okay, let's talk about this. Right, let's break down, like, our advice for being 
in a relationship with someone who is also a fan or converting someone into a fan of yeah. something that you might love and, and they're learning mm-hmm. um, to be a fan of. So like for me, uh, again, I'm lucky that my partner, I'm looking at him because he's over that way. Uh, <laughs> we've known each other our whole life. So he knew me at peak One Direction. Like oh. he knew me at like peak wearing the shirts to school and like the Taylor Swift, like really curly hair during the fearless era. Like, yes, like he's seen yes. the mess of fandom. <laughs> and now we're at a place Fine. where he's like, can enjoy it with me. Right. And I think just like being open to like the hysteria of being a fan and being like, you know yes. what, like, I, I will indulge you in this can really help. Uh, you know, like if you if you're excited about something, then you're able to bring that into your relationship. Like it only just adds more of that like positivity into like For who sure. you are and what you do. My girlfriend wasn't really able to be like, oh my God, Tom Holland is daddy. I fucking <laughs> love him. Like he's so hot. Yep. Same with Harry, whatever. Cause apparently like her ex would get super like insecure about that mm. and get like kind of angry whenever she would bring that up. So she'd always kind of have to keep that to herself. But with me, I'm like, whatever, yeah. It's fucking Absolutely. Like, it, it's Harry. Like, they're hot. I yeah. get it, you know? Like I, like, I feel like a lot of men get a lot of, get really insecure about it. And I get it. I kind of was like that in high school, too. But I grew up. And I understand, like, yeah, men are allowed to, you know, men and women are allowed to think celebrities are hot without being yep. a burden on their relationships, you know? Speak on it. absolutely and i feel like there's also like the understanding of who you're in a relationship with and then Mm -hmm. like the separation of entertainment and actors and and people like you can fangirl over or whatever right like you can be on sebastian sand tiktok and hear all the hilarious songs of like i want him to do ungodly things to me (laughs) and have a laugh over that and be like yeah like retweet like sure and then still look at the person you're with and be like yeah okay like i know that you're in front of me and like obviously whatever is happening in like odd tiktok sounds it's not a part of how i feel about you right Um, i'm bad i'm i'm sending her thirst sebastian stan tiktoks like i'm sending it like oh yeah watch this shit watch this one it's crazy (laughs) like you got i love it I was watching TikToks last night, obviously, as you do, and I was sitting beside uh, my partner, and I was I was watching one, and it was uh, an audio I had never heard before, and I wish I could remember what it was right now, but basically, it was one of it was it was like an R-rated kind of sound, and then it ended in like someone had taken the original sound, that's what I thought I was watching, and then they cut it, and it was like Sebastian Stan's voice, and I was like mortified because I was like, oh, what like what is this? And my part, he was dying laughing. He thought it was the funniest thing ever, yes. and I'm like, I'm so glad that we can like acknowledge. I love and have this like no, together and we both think it's funny speaking of thirst new harry photos came out yeah let's dig into it let's, right let's talk so about okay it. we watched the video at the beginning of the podcast of you doing your wonderful explanation of the eternal so why don't we start there really quick with what is happening with that movie uh right. There are new rumors that came out literally an hour ago that I don't know if you saw from Reddit about um, ta- so. Taylor Swift also being a part of the movie. <laughs> the Haler's The well, Haler moment that we didn't know we could get from Marvel. If anyone could reunite those two, I did not think it would be Marvel, but here we are. Right. You know what? It should happen. It, 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 I want this to happen. Why not? Right. Like, I feel like with Eternals, which we barely know anything about, which is kind of crazy how before this podcast, we finally saw footage yesterday, you know, right. this movie, because this has been being made for like three or four years now. Like, oh. it's been a while. And I feel like with Eternals, I, I kind of like brushed up on my Eternals 
info and like, you know, lore. Yeah. And honestly, there could be a bunch of people in this movie. Like I get they're gonna focus on like, I think like six of them, yeah. but it's like, it's like a whole race of gods and stuff. So honestly, yeah. Taylor is a goddess. Harry is also a god. A perfect like, casting I, choice. I think right? it makes sense that they just show up, right? Like, right. Just give it to us. And I, this is the other piece of the puzzle that I am, um, you know, if, if you think of the logic of if Harry is cast and in t if Taylor is cast, mm -hmm. this also means that they now exist in the same universe as Tom Hiddleston's Loki. That's, man. Are we going to get the Tom Harry Taylor showdown love triangle that I have always wanted. Not not just like a love triangle, but I think they have to I think they have to form a band. <laughs> Straight up. And the MCU musical that we've been begging for will finally happen. Yeah, cuz Tom Hiddleston can sing some Hank Williams. Yeah. And of course Taylor t is Taylor, Harry is Harry. Yeah. Like that's a trio, you know. That's a trio. Like, and then add the godly powers. Like right. get them floating through space. Maybe that's what Guardians of the Galaxy Three is going to be about. Yeah. It's Chris Pratt trying to fight Tom Haler, Tom right. Haler. God, you know, I get TikTok and you know the internet hates Chris Pratt, which you know I understand. Like he's a little problematic, but like I love Star Lord. The, mm -hmm. you, can you believe some something that would set people over the edge? As if like you know on like his like Zoom player whatever in like an iPod and he's looking through music and he's like One Direction, blah, next. That would set people over the Canceled. If Canceled. One Direction and Harry Styles, that would literally make everyone yep. go crazy. <laughs> you know, that's a really great strategy for them to save the series in terms of, like you're saying, so many people are very anti-Guardians of the Galaxy now because of Chris mm -hmm. Pratt being problematic. Maybe maybe what they need to consider is the Harry Styles touch to really bring people. I mean, you I add so. a little fine line in there, people are going to come crawling whether they want to or not. It's like yeah. ants and, and food at a picnic. That, They're going to come flocking to it. Yeah, they need to make Star-Lord uh, Harry Styles stand. They have Amen. to. <laughs> he can borrow my sweater. It's a little right. small, but it'll yes. be fine. We'll get him fit. Um, but, um, anyways, yeah, with, with Eternals, like, I feel like I always see like, you know, new hints of maybe Harry Styles might come in and everything. But it's just the only the biggest hint I have is that the director, Chloe Zhao, I might be saying that wrong. Huge Harry Styles fan. Huge. Because there's there's a photo shoot she did a while ago. She's literally wearing a Treat People with Kindness t-shirt. She's mentioned Harry Styles before. Um, yeah. I think when she was talking to Olivia Wilde and everything. Um, like, and because I think she's such a huge fan of Harry, I'm like, man, of course she might, you know, just like and the, po the polling connection she has by partnering with Marvel. Like if she said my demands for this movie are we get Harry Styles involved, like, like, yeah. you know, I'm sure if anyone can make it happen, it's them. So right. Chloe, we claim you now, please come on the podcast and like, let the people know. Yes. Yes. Just tell us like, break it here. Don't right. break it anymore. Break uh, the like, news right here on Star Radio. Yeah, just about like Hollywood Reporter or Deadline Hollywood. No, no, no. Break it here. Right here. Yeah. 100% on Star Radio. Radio. Okay, let's back up to the main point of today's conversation, which is this photo. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this. <laughs> Harry filming Huge. my policeman. Uh, we have a bunch of new photos from set that have just leaked within the past, uh, literally this morning, like in the past day or two, we mm. have lots of Harry kissing, Harry being broody, yeah. Harry in this ill-fitted 
police uniform, but still managing to make it look kind of kind of good. Yeah, it's the jawline that helps, you know. I was thinking that actually. There's something about that round helmet and then the strong jaw that really and this little chain situation. Now I have no (laughs) reference to what an actual police uniform in the UK looks like and if this is maybe completely accurate or not, but I will say (laughs) it's working. Like he he really makes it work. Yeah, I I love all these photos. I'm so glad these came out this morning (laughs) for me at least. Yeah. So here's my question. We know that Harry is the king of like a matching suit situation, right? Like Tor Harry is is unmatched in my opinion. So yes. will we see this on Love on Tour? See, I, I was gonna ask who's coming to Love on Tour dressed up like this, you know? Oh my god. If I have someone standing in front of me in this hat. I'll be throwing hands for sure. Can you I can't. The entire front row of the pit is just <laughs> that police outfit, <laughs> you know, with the hat. Maybe he'll outfit his security team in it. Maybe that's yeah. the move. And then the rest of us can just like stick to our cute, like cherry earrings and like heart shaped mm-hmm. uh, sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Which- these photos are great. I'm, it's so wild that we're we are in like actor Harry era right now, you know, which I love. I'm glad he's doing movies because I love movies. And of course, who doesn't want to see that man on like the biggest screen ever, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what's going on with the music? Right. One, where's the new music? Uh, two, were you around? You must have been. But do you remember when the iCarly episode premiered with One Direction? Mm-hmm. I yep. remember watching that live and live tweeting it, as one did uh. back in the day, right? <laughs> and I remember specifically texting my friend, who was also into the fandom, like, as much as I was, we will never see actor Harry. Like, I had that burned in my Ooh. brain that I said those words. So I personally take responsibility for this era happening. You- the universe absolutely heard me and was like, bet, wait a few years. Yeah. Yeah, this we need to thank you for that. <laughs> like, You're welcome. I that into existence because I'm oh just, my god, it is happening. And can you believe I'm still upset about the whole Little Mermaid Prince Eric thing? I'm pissed actually. We're <laughs> like, not okay. One was because he was going to play someone named Eric. That's hilarious. You know. Yep. But, we needed that moment for you. Yeah, like yep. that, that casting seems so perfect. Yep. I wanted it. I wanted yep. it really bad. I just wanted some, like, it was Holly, right? From Chloe and Holly that's cast mm-hmm. as Ariel. Like, I wanted the harmony between Harry and Holly. Like, oh, yeah. could you imagine? Could you imagine? There's still some rumors right now. I, I've heard a couple of rumors that he's not in it, but he still might do, like, the soundtrack song, you know? Yep. for the Disney live action, because Zayn did one for Aladdin, yep. which is hilarious. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Um, so the rumor is that Harry was still going to probably do a song. And we did get the SNL photos of him dressed as the Little Mermaid, which I don't think that was a coincidence that that got leaked, because they don't normally yeah. leak that many additional photos. Like, maybe they'll throw in, like, one or two different poses from a mm-hmm. photo set we've already seen. But yeah. they literally said, no, we did this entire thing we trashed it, and then at a random point in time, we're going to give it to you. So I, I think there's no coincidence there. Yeah, we, when does SNL leak anything ever? You know, like yep. that. Like, it was, it was very, it, like, those photos came out, I'm like, no way this was SNL. And I yeah. looked into it, of course it was. And, you know, it might be a sign. 
we're, you know, we're very into conspiracies here in the One Direction fandom. So, yep. you know, we read into everything. You never I know. would love like a drag version of The Little Mermaid where we get Harry as Ariel in full drag. I think right. that would be iconic. You, you know what I want? I want to talk to Harry about movies. Mm. Is he a big movie guy? You know? Is he a Marvel fan? Is he? Is he? I don't know shit about this guy. <laughs> and I have posters all over in my room. I have spent shit. how many years of my life dedicated to this man? And I don't know if he is a Thor or a Captain America stan. I don't know shit. Like, I don't even know if, you know, he even likes acting, <laughs> you know? Or if he's just, just getting that bag. Like, I mean, how much did they pay him to look like this? This oh. is my, like, like, what dollar amount made this justifiable? Honestly, you could give me $5. I'd put that on, like, straight up. Like, why not? But, I, I, which is why I'm very excited for, like, I get it. We were all excited for when filming was happening for Don't Worry Darling and everything. But come on, that, that press tour for Don't Worry Darling, give it to me. Like, yep. these interviews with probably Harry and Florence together, yep. like, these interviews about to be crazy. They're about to be yep. hilarious. The gifts. Like, we still yep. see gifts from the Dunkirk interviews. That was mm -hmm. forever ago. <laughs> but... Yep. No, I'm it's ready. true. And I, what I'm hoping for is that they can do that press tour in person and not over Zoom. Like, it's yeah. such a shame that we got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier press tour over Zoom. Because I think I it, like, we could have had so much more from those two if they weren't so separated. I we know. did get the Anthony Mackie cutout in Sebastian's background, yeah. which I appreciated. But I mean, so I'm just hoping that if we get Harry on Zoom, I at least want it to be in his bougie house. Yeah. Right, like I want house tour Zoom with Harry. I just, <clears throat> I'm just hoping he just gets like, you know, personable and like starts like being more open about his likes and dislikes during these interviews. Cause you know, we yeah. just don't know anything. Yeah. I want to know what movie he likes, what, like what actually is his favorite movie now. He said The Notebook a long time ago, but like yep. that was over 10 years ago. Is it still his favorite? Still Has he seen something one? new? He did mention in an inter interview during quarantine that he was watching a lot of movies with like his friends. He was like, this is all I've been doing is just watching movies. So give us the list. Yeah, give, give us those recommendations. Literally, What like, is his name on Rotten Tomatoes? Like I want to go through his account and see what reviews he's left. Yeah. I, I need it all. Is, is, is Harry a decom stand? The people need to know. Listen, this is my pitch. Vogue. If you're watching, get us to do 73 questions. Yes. Yes. Please. Liz and Eric and Harry, 73 questions in his bougie house. We will get the answers the stands want to know. Yeah, yeah. We would, we're going we're gonna to dig straight up. Like, sorry. Absolutely. We're going to dig until we hit gold. Absolutely. We're not yeah. just asking about his hair products. <laughs> Literally. Absolutely not. We're asking yeah. for dates and times, locations of haircuts. We're asking for movie recommendations. We want to log yeah. into his Netflix account. And dig into like what he's recently watched. Does he even have a Netflix account? Does he even? We don't know these things. He, he's Does probably like, no, no, I really like Amazon. And we're like, what? <laughs> You're an Amazon Prime guy? Like, I want to know what icon he chose for his account on Disney Plus, right? Because you can like choose from all the iconic characters. Like, who is his picture? Ariana Grande. Is, is it picture, Ariana Grande? Is it? Is it Prince Eric? <laughs> Is it Prince Eric? The people need to know. We're asking the right questions here. We are asking the right questions. Another question I would ask him is to confirm if he was the one that sent Lizzo the Gucci birthday 
Great question. <laughs> Great question. I mean, as far as conspiracies go, I feel like that one is pretty like Sherlock mystery solved. Like I feel like we're pretty confident in that, but yeah. I just need to know, like, did he hire someone to send Lizzo everything she wanted or did he personally pick out pieces for her? What's I'm your sorry. thoughts? I think he 100% did that. And I feel like, but one, I feel like he did that too. Lizzo hasn't even really been that private about their relationship that much, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like Lizzo would straight up say, look what my boyfriend sent me and it's hairy. Right? And like everything. Like mm -hmm. Lizzo likes talking about everything. I love that about her. Um, so I feel like she would have said it, but also he 100% did. <laughs> he 100% did. That's it. How do you feel about Lizzo Chris Evans? and this entire Dude. plot we have going. She's really feeding the girls what they want with this. I, sh I was talking to my girlfriend about this and we were looking at the DMs and we were just kind of laughing about how Chris Evans loves emojis. He's an emoji guy. He's an emoji man. Like he, like, I don't really do that a lot when I'm texting the whole like, say a text emoji and then t more texting emoji, more yep. texting emoji. I'm very much, Texting, 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 emoji at the end, period. Yep. Then. But yep. he's like into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's like using it as punctuation. It, yeah. And I'm kind of into that, you know. But we were also saying how Chris Evans is single. He's wow. ready for Hot Girl Summer. What is up with that? Like, right. he's single for a reason, straight mm -hmm. up. And I want to know why. <laughs> there have been some hilarious TikToks from people that live in Boston being like, you can go to any Dunkin' Donuts in the city and find yourself a Chris Evans. And I'm like, yeah. I trust your opinion over anyone else's because like, right. that is your hometown boy. And if you're telling me that Chris Evans is not as special as the rest of the world thinks he is, I think that there's some merit to that. Tell us. Like, I, I, want, I want to know it all. Did you see all the photos of him with Lily James? Yep. Dude. What do you think of that? What happened? <laughs> like, I was so into that. I was like, holy right? shit, give me this Mamma Mia 3 with Chris Evans in it, you know? Oh like, my god. All, all I'm asking for now is Mamma Mia 3 with Chris Evans in it. That's the only yeah. thing I want. They're like rolling around in the grass, and I was like, this is, I'm into this. Like, I'm yep. so into it. And then, like, after that day, like, no, it's crickets. So it. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. I, I don't know. All Why confusion all the time. Why? When I get Chris Evans on the show, I'm going to grill him about his love life and be like, listen, you clear should. the air. Do, should we care about this person or was it PR or was it you're, uh, you're a player and you like just hanging out with people and making us all sweat about what you're up to? Right. I right. don't know. All I'm saying is I think when Lizzo goes on tour, eventually we will get some backstage Chris Evans picks. That's my prediction. <sighs> Lizzo invites Chris Evans and Harry Styles trio singing juice on stage. Listen, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, okay? So it's Chris Pratt, and then on one side you have Tom and Taylor and Harry. And okay. then on the other side, you have Harry, Lizzo, and Chris. That's the battle. That's Harry's that's a ending. double agent. That's it. I can't believe you spoiled the ending for Volume 3. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Marvel's coming after your ass now. They're gonna like, cancel me. The yeah. Marvel snipers are on the way. <laughs> that was part one of a special episode of Stark Radio featuring Eric at the Disco. Part two continues now. 
If you're listening on Spotify, you can find the next episode on YouTube. There's another video up. See you in part two.